the chaff. The chaff, I've had a word with the boys and they've promised no stereotypical accents, just intelligent, no swearing analysis of the footy. Welcome everybody to another episode and installment of Born Offside. My name is Jason. We will be going through what was undoubtedly one of the most incredible couple of nights in the Champions League. Champions League history history definitely was made that's for sure we'll get straight into it uh, there was something very special happening in Lisbon and uh, basically the sardines are back with a bang and we saw some true banging from a German sardine lover and uh, and group of lovers uh, Leroy Sane must be licking his lips before joining Bavarians next season and before our very own unbelieving eyes we witnessed a match of absolute epic proportions this was none other than Barcelona 2, Bayern Munich 8. Mate, now, hats, hats off to you for that introduction. You've somehow you. managed to be like erotic and yet racist at the same time. <laughs> put them all into one tin. I don't, think in there. I don't think there's many people doing erotic xenophobia. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of finding my own niche, you see. I'm trying to get... <laughs> Trying to see where I fit in with this whole uh, 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 podcasting palaver, but uh, I think I'm just about finding it. Mate, it was a very strange game, uh, certainly in the first four minutes, uh, uh, because Barcelona actually looked like they were playing some football. Uh, but then Muller Yogurt put the Germans ahead. Then there was this bizarre. Alaba own goal uh, that made it one all, and everybody must have thought that things might change. But then goals by Perisic, Gnabry, another by Muller, sandwiched with a Suarez strike to bring it to 4 2 before more goals from Kimmich, Lewandowski, and two from Philippe Coutinho, making it 8 2 in the end. I mean, it's uh, I, I've reeled off, the, off all the goals straight away because we've got so much to talk about. Uh, we might as well just put that straight in there. But, mate, it was first of all, um, I, I want to give you a little bit of kudos and you can lean back in your old chair of, the, uh, of yours there, right there. <sighs> Mr. Nostradamus himself, you predicted a pasting. I wasn't going there. Uh, um, you predicted a pasting and uh, and you got a pasting. How do you like pastings, by the way? May I love a good pasting. Um, yep. I think, I mean, I listen back to the podcast. Someone has to. And yep, I, I believe what I said was uh, a tonking of epic proportions akin to Germany 7, uh, Brazil 1. And, uh, yes. You know, I, I, was, I was, you know, kind of exactly spot on. And, <laughs> and I think I even said, if you can rely on one individual to give you a tonking of epic proportions, it's that bastard from Bavaria, Thomas Muller. And Thomas lo Muller. and behold, yep. up he pops with a couple. Didn't he get two in the two in the other one? He, he got at least one, didn't he? In the I think he got at least one in the other one. Yes, and uh, and was heavily involved in in a lot of the play for all of the other ones. But I mean, it was amazing. You must have been like at four one at half time. You must have been going, oh, you know, I predicted something like seven one. You know, here we go. I was and, I was uh, on yeah. a I was on a terrace in Barcelona mm. 
with a bunch of wildly optimistic Barcelona fans who were singing and chanting before the game. And I was watching it with my Barcelona supporting German friend. So, like, mm. exactly. A weird combination. Wow. Yes. Now, weird for this night, anyway. Anyway, and, um, I mean, he's... Um, you know, Bayern have the same status in Germany that Manchester United have in England. Basically, if you're not a fan of theirs, you hate them. And he's mm. a he's from Stuttgart, so he he hates them. And so he was like, yeah, but like also he's a he's a big fan of the of the German boys within within that team. So like, I was shocked to find out that within Germany, Thomas Müller is popular. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. My gosh. So what would the what would the Manchester United equivalent uh, be of a decade ago then? Um, would it have been uh, Roy Keane? No, gosh. I guess, you know, bastardly uh, uh Skulls, isn't it? I guess so. Now Skulls was very good. Muller I almost find Muller not to be not to be the diamond in that. that yes, Muller Muller is deceptive like he's and Müller, by his own admission, is a bad football player. I think he's gone. He's you know gone on record saying, "Yeah, I can't play yeah. football, but like, <laughs> but I I appreciate the space and other stuff <laughs> and other stuff like." Um, but he was relentless. Like, oh, mate, I, there's, there's got to be something that's got to be said because I don't think you'll find any other nation that goes to eight. Like for sure, the Italians stop at three. Uh, uh, the the, yep. Briti the British wouldn't have enough energy to get past five. The, no. <laughs> the, the Spanish would keep the ball once they got to f to four, but the mm. Germans go to eight. Like <laughs> there's, there's like there's no one on the sideline going, uh, yeah, fellas, yeah, it's not yeah. good. Stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> they don't like it when we do this. Stop. And goodness, they just kept. I mean, it was relentlessly horrible, mate. I don't. There's. There's so many things that we could pick up on, like as the game unfolds. One, mm -hmm. Muller's Muller's finish for the first goal is exquisite. No one's talking about it, but he deliberately slices it off of his left foot. I was going to say it was a slice, wasn't it? And he oh, was but stretching it's deliberate. for it. It was. Yeah, but it's, right. okay. oh, it, it yeah. was right, I then. thought it was. I'll give you that. Class. Second. Classer. I think. Classer. Yeah. Second. Alaba scores yes. a hilarious, tragic. Yep. Yep. catastrophic goal yep. to give Barcelona a way back into the game but he knew <laughs> Alaba knew because Alaba gets back up and he's laughing and joking incredible Neuer, Neuer taps him on the bum as if to say yep. no worries it's like we're going to obliterate these idiots oh, that's it was it really was when Neuer does that I'm like god you guys the confidence you must have to be to, to be like that in the quarterfinal of a Champions League against Barcelona, you've just let one in, and, and they're giggling. They're fucking uh, they're giggling. giggling away. It's like you could you could lose momentum here. You could have. I mean, what if they'd lost that game? I mean, daggers would have been really out. But they must have had so much confidence that they were going to win this game. It's unbelievable. I'm with you. I'm with you. And it's it's it. And then and then Barca had this weird period where like Messi hits a post where like Busquets could yes. have headed it in. And then yes. Messi himself has a big chance. And then, yep. then Bayern Munich go, oh, okay, yeah, that's enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's enough. Little children. <laughs> they, get, they get the the second goal, the third goal, the fourth goal. Boom, boom, boom. The, yep. the, the Barcelona defense is 
petrified of playing the ball. Like everyone's misplacing passes everywhere. So <laughs> suddenly the decision that no one could believe uh, at um, a kickoff, why is he playing four defensive midfielders? Like he's playing Sergi, <laughs> he's playing Vidal, he's playing Busquets and he's playing De Jong. He's playing four. And like, you can't help but feel he went a bit too attacking. Did they need Messi and Suarez? I mean, they could have played another keeper. They certainly could have played another <laughs> couple of defenders. <laughs> it was, oh, oh it was, we it talk was about, humiliating. Uh, it was, we can talk about the, uh, well, we can talk about so much, right? We can talk about so much. We can, it, there, there was a couple of things that sort of reminded me of, like sometimes we do podcasts whereby if we're just dissecting one match, we, we go, for the you know matchups, you know um, Alaba, uh, sorry, um, uh, uh, Alfonso Davis against Semedo, for example. Uh, you know we we could talk about that. We could talk about you know different different matchups in in different parts of the pitch. Um, one of the things I'm very disappointed at is you know my my love for Frankie De Jong as a football player uh, to play in this position and um, I'm probably very biased because when I when I did a, a little bit of coaching I had a very special player who played uh, on my team and he he reminded me of Frankie De Jong picks up that ball comes back picks up that ball between the two central defenders and waits for a player to come onto him and then, you know, beats him by going one way or the other and speeds out of defense with the ball and everyone is caught off guard and suddenly bang, they're launching an attack. And that kind of player is just magical. And you know, where, where was he? Where um, am I so, ah, so stupid to understand a, a, a game of football where you got a player with that capability and with that kind of talent play him in the position that he's going to be able to do that kind of damage and uh, um, it, it wasn't wasn't only him but there was a whole heap of players that could have played in different positions and uh, and seemed to to you know to, Ricky Pudge for example there was an example again like you mentioned you know he, 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 he was doing so well why couldn't he play as well and it just it infuriated me more than anything else to see a team, even though I'm not Barcelona at all, to see a team, you know, capitulate the way that they did. Um, and one more thing, it, it just reminded me very much, I'm not sure if you remember or not, but last season, or last season or season before, uh, a Spanish under, I think it was under 15s or under 14s team uh, demolished another team by 25 goals to nil and it was made into this really big huge thing and they sacked the manager who won the game because when you do those kinds of things you're basically humiliating those kids and those kids can't get over it right it's a real it's really difficult you're basically destroying everything and we're all taught when you're when you're coaching that age, uh, that age group. You're supposed to, if you can see it's completely lopsided, don't go for the jugular. You know, don't do that. Just turn back and try to make it more challenging. Okay, five passes before the midfield before you start moving upfield. Everyone only one touch. You know, things like that. You start challenging your players so that they can bring it up in more dangerous situations. All of this brought in mind, into mind, should they now fire Hansi Flick for humiliating Barcelona in the way that they, he did? No. Mate, I mean, I think, okay. I think, I think, I think, <laughs> think PK, Busquets, Messi, Suarez, they're big boys. They've got, they've got, <laughs> they've got trophies. I they don't can, know. I'm sure take, there were some tears. 
sure there was some tears well, yeah, in that PK, changing room afterwards. PK was, PK was like more or less in tears bef- or out giving. And he was, he was like, uh, we've hit yeah. rock bottom. It's, it's fucked yeah. up. We, we, we need to leave. I'll leave. You want me to leave? I'll leave. This is, I yeah. mean, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, with the kind of uh, fighting words that Arturo Vidal was coming out with before the match as well, as we mentioned in the last one, were your uh, uh, pals that you were watching it with on the terrace there in Barcelona, were they, they must have taken some something out of Vidal's kind of, you know, comments and gone, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, we are. Yeah, yeah, we are the best in the world. So I'm sure they didn't think they were the best in the world before Vidal said that. So... Yeah, Gosh. I mean, they were, they were very noisy. They were very noisy when the equaliser went in. And they were still pretty no- noisy when Suarez brought one back. And the talk around the terrace was of, you know, we can, we can do this if we get the next one. And I was sat there going, <laughs> you're not going to get the next <laughs> one. <laughs> I mean, if I were you, I'd park the bus now. 4-2 is not bad. I'd take that <laughs> as a result, like really. And then so when, th- when Davis took it past seven players in the midfield and then stopped... Yeah, but oh, and mate, stood in Alfonso, front of Semedo. Alfonso Davis, like he gets the ball, like he sprints around a couple, and then he gets to Semedo, and you can almost kind of go, "Now this fellow, I'm going to embarrass." <laughs> <laughs> like, like the the other two legitimate challenges in the midfield, I've blistered them with my ridiculous pace. It's not much I can do, but this fella, I'm going to this stop fella, him. I'm going to stop him, embarrass him, and actually, I mean, I think Semedo has gotten a lot of the flack. And mm. I think a lot of it is actually quite unfair because he was left horribly exposed on, on, on that side. To not, yeah. just, not just Davis, uh, but Perisic, who I think is a very underrated player. Like Perisic can do some I rate him. I, I, yeah, but I know what you mean. He is very underrated in, in the public. He is very, he's a, he's a World he's Cup a, finalist, you know, and he's and, uh, and nah, a, a, guy that, a guy that got them, you know, a big part of, of getting, them, getting them there. But, but I think the, the PK's contribution or lack of contribution to that goal, watch that goal again and look at PK and who, who's the guy that once he's gone around Semedo should, mm-hmm. be, cov- should be covering and PK's awful. It's just like, ah, uh, 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 Kimmich, ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's so fast. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, in it goes. And I think that was the goal when the terrorists knew and yes and then it was going to be embarrassing yeah yeah and then i Um, think there was some hope for a while that it would stay five two and then it was quite clear to me that hansi flick was like nah i don't like this five two (laughs) this is not good enough who can what can we do to get this to seven or eight Uh, who's who's motivated okay Muller's, (laughs) muller's already out there shouting at everybody Lewandowski wants a goal but i need more i need more what have i got oh doesn't patinio play for them yeah, he does, doesn't he? Right? <laughs> He's probably he probably has a point of proof. Bring me Coutinho. Him, <laughs> like, him. him. <laughs> and then, in, a, in a not too in a not too dissimilar fashion as the way um, uh, uh, Cholo, you know, clicked for Felix. You know, yes. you know, <laughs> similar kind of when Coutinho, well, come. <laughs> I think I think initially Hansi was looking for Andre Schurler. Like I think at half time, <laughs> <laughs> at half time he put in a call and went. Andre Schurler, get him out of retirement, get him here. I need someone for goals six and seven. Come on. <laughs> but, but, then, but then he's gone over to Coutinho, put his arm around him and go, tonight, Philippe, you shall be Andre Schurler. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like showing him YouTube videos. Look at how he runs despite all of the Brazilians. Do you remember this? You're Brazilian. You remember this. It's your chance to do it to them. <laughs> do it to them, Felipe. Do it to them. And Felipe did do it to them. He set up Lewandowski's 
goal, which was a thing that I was saying all night. Even when it was 5-2, I was like, Lewandowski hasn't scored yet. Yeah, even that as well. <laughs> Touch at the offside. I thought that was offside, but uh, I, I think it doesn't see matter. I think, I think the VAR yeah, fellas no. have gone home. <laughs> <They've> gone <laughs> by that time, they're like, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah, Come goal. on. <laughs> oh, geez. Never have I wished for a ref to blow the whistle at the end, for, you know, to spare the blushes of, you know, sometimes you're just like, oh, my goodness, just blow that whistle. Can we not? I know there's three minutes of injury time left, but just blow it, would you? You know, it's ridiculous. And yeah. it just was, uh, it just was incredible. Now, um, let's, uh, we're doing a lot of talking about Barcelona and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about them but, but, um, in, in a second, but we have to, you have to credit Bayern really. And uh, as much as we loathe to do so, these guys, I haven't seen a team press so vociferously from the front as this team. I, I mean, I've seen teams press. We've seen Man City, even my Southampton are now starting to do things. But the, these guys were relentless, like relentless from minute zero to minute 90. Mate, they it are was re- not respite. No. They, are, they have somehow crept up into being the, one of the most ridiculous club sides I think we've ever seen. They're quick. They're, mm. I mean, they're lightning quick, all of them. Even the goalkeeper is quick. They're, 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 they, they press fantastically well and very organized, yet they show tactical awareness and they can play more than one style. They can choose when to press and when not to press. Mm-hmm. They're, they're skilled. Like they, they score lovely goals. They can score goals from, from anywhere. They're physical. Mate, Leon fucking Goretzka. The man is a <laughs> fridge with the touch of a... I, I can't... And that then, chip for uh for the for third goal, goal isn't it oh, oh mate goodness that's the kind of goal on playstation uh, it comes into you you press left button and triangle over the top it goes but like you've never seen someone do it in real life like, well i didn't and i didn't think it was him as well like it it it, it needed someone to say to the Goretzka pass for, for, for me to realize it. I was thinking, right, Muller, could Muller have done that? Could It was someone who has the creativity of bloody Maradona or something, or Messi, you yeah. know, but uh, it could, you know, hang on, what? Goretzka? What? <laughs> How do they do that? And, then, and, and, you know, it's a beauty, a beauty. And then look at their bench. They Off of the bench, they bring Coutinho, Coliso, yep. um, Sula, who my German friend is telling me is the future of German centre-backs. And he comes on, I think, I think for Goretzka, and he makes Goretzka look tiny. The man's a fucking <laughs> cyborg. Um, Pavard is injured. Hernandez, Luca Hernandez, who's their most expensive player of all time, they bring him, like, their bench is stacked. It's ridiculous. Kinsley Coleman as well. Kinsley Coleman came, came off the oh, bench. Oh, my goodness. Mate, their it's, bench would win yeah. this damn thing. <laughs> It is it is embarrassing. It is incredible the the the, the riches that that they do possess. And uh, you know we'll 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 go on to you know who's going to win the Champions League now question a little bit later on. Um, but I think we already know the answer to that. But but mate, I think the narrative here is 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 Barcelona now. Um, uh, I, I think it's. Uh, Gosh, I forget. Uh, I forget na- the guy's name. The uh, the, the the president of uh, Barcelona is it um, Bartolomeo or something? No, it's not. It's uh, I can't remember. Is Bartolomeo. Bartolomeo? Like okay, the 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 phrase that, that everyone's coining is the fact, and 
this is no surprise, head, heads will roll, right? Heads have to roll. Now, you can start on the pitch with Semedo if you want. You can go through all of the old players if you want. You can go with uh, to the coach and Setien, and there's little doubt that he's, you know, his his, his head's on the block. I've, I've seen the news again today, and he's it, he's not gone yet, so I, I don't know what they're doing. All, all I can imagine is that they haven't got anyone in place at the moment, um, and as much as they'd like to fire him to show that you just don't do that you just don't lose like that in Europe against anyone and you you, you just can't and they, they 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 haven't fired him yet I'm I'm assuming he's he's a dead man walking at that club but it's got to go higher than that now what exactly is wrong at Barcelona and what's happened over the last five to ten years that has put them in this and I, I haven't wanted to say that they're in a complete state uh, and they're spiraling down to Lord knows where. I haven't wanted to, but the writing's been on the wall. Well, I'm saying it now. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because I haven't wanted to, but I, I, I'm, I will confidently say so now. The writing has been on the wall since since Roma uh, a couple of years ago. Well, even uh, even perhaps the, the, the year before. The PSG? They, the PSG, the but I mean, even the PSG they came, they, back. They came back from and they had Neymar. And Neymar yes. was the next, I, I think for me, that's the turning point. Because, so since Neymar's left, yeah. Well, because he was the player in that team who was what, 24, 25. He's the next gener, generation. He was five years yep. younger than, well, <clears throat> maybe even seven or eight years younger than Messi, Suarez, Piquet, Busquets, Jordi yep. Alba, who are all mm. 33 plus, right? And mm, that's mm, probably mm. the five most important players in that team. All of them have uh, contracts that, ex I mean, Messi's contract expires first in the, mm -hmm. it expires in um, uh, the end of next year. But all of the rest of them have contracts that take them to 35 plus. That's a massive mistake. It's, mm. it, it, you, the, the, you can't have, you know, four players of 35 plus earning top, top billing. And also the, it, it would emerge that the problem that Setien's had to put up with is that they control the dressing room. Mm. And it's much the similar circumstance to when Drogba, Terry, Lampard and Czech controlled the Chelsea dressing room and, yeah, yeah. And, and got people fired. And they eventually, they had to, to rebuild. Then, okay, they got rid of, of Neymar, but they've then spent that money, which I mean, I, okay, Neymar left and PSG played the release calls, but you could have just said, nay, nay, we're sorry. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're ever so sorry. Just, just stay. We're, Okay, please, look, please we'll stay. You, like you don't uh, want to go to you don't want to go to Paris. They're, you know, and he didn't. <laughs> and like Neymar would have come back at the beginning of this year had they been able to find the money to to bring him back. Yep, in fact, yep. you know, we all know he's still in the WhatsApp group with Messi and Suarez, and he wants to come back. <laughs> you know, yeah. But but then they take that money and mate. I, the, I think the ultimate measure was the other night they had the the fourth, the fifth and the sixth most expensive players of all time, Griezmann, um, Dembele, and Coutinho. Dembele. All yep. three of those players were on the bench that night. Mm -hmm. One of them um, didn't even get on. Mm -hmm. One of them came on and I think had seven touches in, in, in the opposition in third. In 45 minutes. In yeah, 45 yeah. minutes. And the other one assisted and scored two goals for the other team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Because you have to get the wage bill back. That's incredible, no? Coutinho was, Coutinho was bought to replace Iniesta. That's insanity. Mm. Um, Dem, Dembele, okay, 
you probably stick with him and he's been unfortunate with injuries. Griezmann plays in Suarez's position and seemingly can't get along. I mean, if you, if I, there's a big, big problem in that they don't have money and, and COVID is affecting them worse than anything else because Barcelona make a hell of a lot of amount of money through uh, football tourism effectively. If you go watch Mm. a Barcelona game, and okay, mm-hmm. if you're not watching the Classico or one of the other games, you're watching, I know, Valladolid or Leganes or someone like that. The only way they mm-hmm. get the stadium full is because the, you know, people come to want to see Barcelona. The most visited yep. tourist attraction in Barcelona is the Camp Nou and the Camp Nou um, uh, tour that you can go on. It gets more mm-hmm. than the Picasso mm-hmm. Museum and all of these things. So COVID Las is... Ramblas. I mean, yeah. it's different. It's different. You're talking about in one foul swoop anyway. It's like 100,000 people in one go, bang. So yeah. yeah, yeah and, yeah. and COVID is going to affect them more than others. So there's a huge money issue. Plus they've wasted money. Plus they have... All, but if I said to you, and I mean, the two favorites that, that they're talking about here are Kuman for a year until Xavi Hernandez comes in mm-hmm. and, and Pochettino, who I think they want, but are reluctant to a, a point because of his Espanol connection. Yeah. But let's say you're Pochettino and you're a proven coach with, um, you know, a strength of bringing through young players, which you've done at Espanol, you've done at Southampton and you've done at, at Tottenham to great success. And, mm-hmm. I, and I tell you, you have to remodel that squad who who are you keeping? Oh God, no one. You you can't. I mean, can, you well, you're keeping. Hang on. Uh, De Jong. You're, you're keeping De Jong. The of keeper. Course. Um, you're keeping Tostegan, of course. Yeah, because he's good. You're keeping Semedo. He's he's the right age as well. He's the right size of things, and he's he's showed a lot of promise. He had a bad night, obviously, but apart from that, I mean, you're keeping Fatty, and you're keeping um, you know, uh, Puig, um, Ricky Puig, yeah. Uh, Mate, mate, Leng, Longley, can we, can we talk about, oh, shall we talk about Longley? Is there any point? I mean, he's not been bad, but I mean, last night, I mean, against Bayern. He I think was... he's a squad player in a Champions League team, Longley. Yeah, personally. fair enough. Yeah. And I think, you know, you have to ask questions about what happened with Umtiti, because apparently, I mean, he hasn't played very much. He was one of the best centre-backs in the world, Umtiti, and, and I know him. Well, he just uh, got to diagnosed with... Um... Uh, uh, with COVID as well, didn't he? So, uh, which was a little, obviously yes, very unfortunate. Yes, that doesn't, but he doesn't explain he why he hasn't anyway. played for the last 18 months. But like, <laughs> unless he like super advanced got it and is a super spread. Let's, <laughs> let's not go there. But okay, you've, you've just named who you would keep. And so you've got a goalkeeper. You've got a right back who I think you're generous in wanting to keep. You've got Frankie de Jong. Because I'm the, Portuguese, of course. Yeah, you, exactly. You've got, you've got Frankie de Jong in the middle. And you've got Ansu Fati who plays as a left winger. And let's say Messi sticks around for another two years. Yep. To my, to, that means you've got to buy a left back, two centre backs, two central midfielders, a striker. I mean, you're not even keeping Griezmann, who I thought you'd probably hold on. Like, and what? That's, oh. what, that's seven players? Yeah, they've Griezmann, got, got, okay, fair enough. He's just about the right side of 30, isn't he? So You've got um, Pjanic, Pjanic coming in, who'll thresh everything up with his 31 <laughs> years of age. You've let Arta go. Like, 
Pochettino, uh, like, would, if he gets that job, day one, he must be over to the academy and go, please tell me you've got something. Please tell me please there's something here. Please tell me you've got something. I, um, I was just going to say, you know, because it's, it's got to be that. But the reason why Guardiola did so well was because he was with that B team for two seasons beforehand. So he, he made them what he wanted to make them. And then when he, you know, came on into the first team, he knew that he if he got rid of the likes of Ronaldinho and, um, and Deco and and Eto and all them lot, he knew he had a 21 year old Messi and a whole bunch of other. Xavi and Iniesta and Busquets. Yeah. So, so he knew he had that. Are they, are they the same as, uh, uh, you know, Rick, Ricky and Fatty, you know, uh, you know, Ricky and Fatty, Ebony and Ivory, Ivory. I don't know. Is it possible? (laughs) Possibly, possibly Ricky but there's uh, and fatty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope for their sake, but you, there's, uh, but it's it's two years before they get back to. And the problem, the problem they also face is that there'll be huge pressure to win league titles, even when they're in transition, which means that you make short-term decisions. Yep. So, yep. I, I, you have to be really brave, really, really brave, and I think. Pochettino won't take the job because if he loses two of his first five games, like it'll mm. be like, oh, that Espanol bastard, he's sabotaging us. Like, he doesn't, <laughs> you know, which, yeah. you know, no, it'll and- be. It'll be really crazy. I've got, I've got one question on the Messi front for you. Was, is the general feeling in Barcelona now that if Messi were to decide, you know what, I'm leaving, I'm really sorry, I'm leaving. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. I'm pretty sure he won't. In fact, there's like 99.9% sure he won't. He's, there's no point leaving. And with the kind of mentality that Messi has as well, he's 32 and he's been thinking all of this time that he's going to end his career in, uh, in Barcelona and it's been well documented. But were he to leave now, suddenly, would that... Because apparently he's got this incredible thing, a clause in his contract that every season it gets renewed, right? And at this point in the season, he can actually, you know, he can just, he can just fuck off basically and go somewhere else if he wants to. Were he now to move to another team just for the, the twilight years, a little bit like Ronaldo has done with, uh, you know, moving to, to Juve, would Barcelona fans accept and forgive something like that? Would I mean, that, they, especially they, after they, the result today. They'd forgive him because they'd forgive him anything. But if he left, right. you would see a city with its heart broken. Like yeah, you, you yeah, cannot yeah. walk two meters in this city without seeing a picture of him, one of his yep. shirts. Yep. Like he, I mean, he, he is the city. Like, mm, mm. you know, kids, kids in the shirts or whatever. Like, so if he does anything other than plays on for another two, three years, and then, I don't know, becomes assistant coach and then becomes, I don't know how they'll live without him. Like you might, you might honestly just see half a million people just drop down dead. Like, (laughs) yeah, when that news breaks, it's going to be a a heartbreak. But like all good relationships, they have to come to an end uh, eventually. Usually, if it's a really good relationship, marked by death. Uh, And should that death happen, then uh, uh, you know, fair enough. Otherwise, I I think he's got a good, you know. He's got a good 50 years left in him until death. Yeah, no, fair enough. We'll give him that much. So, uh, you know, there's, there's hope. 
for the Barcelona people yet, you know, yes, that he does live on past his, his 33rd birthday. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed on that one. Um, mate, we've, there's so much to cover, but I think we've done a really good job in covering most of it. And uh, there's, uh, there's, you know, the, we can make fun of the Coutinho thing a little bit more if we wanted to. We could, we could go on and on and on and on about how incredible this uh, football match was. I still go back to the Vidal thing, and uh, you know, it's just, uh, just incredible. It had everything, preliminarily, if that's a word, and it's not, but it certainly finished with everything so uh, uh on that note um that's the end of part one we will come back for part two to review the second quarterfinal that happened uh manchester city and leon okay so it turns out they're both a right pair of lying bastards what's next a funny skit on joe hart joining tottenham with a terrible harry winks impression beep, 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 beep. We interrupt this program to bring you breaking news. Joe Hart has just joined Tottenham Hotspurs. This is undoubtedly the final jigsaw in the Mourinho revolution that now sees Spurs as genuine title contenders for the 2020-2020-2020-2021 season. Our man on the ground is none other than Harry Winks himself. Harry! First and foremost, wow, what a signing. How do you feel? And how has the rest of the Spurs WhatsApp chat group reacted to this? Oh, it's been, it's been very good so far. Uh, uh, other Harry, or Big Harry as we call him, he, he, mm-hmm. sent, a, he sent a poop emoji to the, to the WhatsApp group and, oh. and, and, then, uh, and then wrote some stuff about Joe Hart and his, and his head and shoulders and I think he was saying he's head and shoulders above the rest of us. And like when he said that he, he, he plays like shampoo, I don't think he means that his gloves were slippery. It just, oh. means he, I think he misspelled champagne. <laughs> really? Right. Okay. Oh, this is incredible, isn't it? Really? It's such a moment. You must be blistering with, with emotion and, and tingly, all tingly inside. Surely this means titles next season. I'm most excited about not having to say Gazaniga every time that Paolo plays because Hugo got injured. Because, oh. because honestly, it's a little embarrassing having to say Gazaniga, right? And, and people, people think you're saying, you know, rude stuff about Paul Gascoigne. But now, <laughs> now that won't happen because, because, you know, Paolo's obviously third choice keeper now. And, uh, of course. Yeah, we all feel we all feel better about that, including Paolo, who I think he finds his own name a bit embarrassing. <laughs> Fair enough. He's he's now third choice keeper, obviously behind uh, uh, Joe Hart, who is 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 obviously up there, and Hugo Lloris, who will now be uh, second string as well. So yeah, uh, I mean, it, obviously it, we're it, delighted because he was, you know, Joe Hart was too good for Guardiola, and then yep. too, too good for Burnley, and you know, there's not many keepers what who can say that. <laughs> well. <laughs> Sean Dyche will have something to say about that. I'm sure that one slipped through his old fingers. So there we go. Well, thank you very much, uh, Harry. Uh, we'll bring you back uh, later on, maybe in the program, to talk a bit more about the fantastic news that has happened in the no, rest I won't, I won't of European time. I'm football. Off to make, I'm off to make TikToks with Deli Ali. Oh, right. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. Priorities, priorities. Absolutely. Yep. Thank you very much once again, Harry. Cheers. <laughs> 
Welcome back to part two of the Champions League special that we are bringing to your very ears and into your very mind, infusing our delicate, beautiful, honey-like words right in there. They can go up your nostrils if you like. Some people do like putting them up their nostrils and then ingesting all of that wonderful vocabulary. Wow! bathe in it, if you will. The second quarter final of the Champions League, Manchester City 1, Lyon 3. Now, 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 the cat amongst the pigeons. What we have here uh, is uh, something really, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit it straight away here. I'm struggling to know a little bit where to go here with this one. Um, we, along with I think everybody in the world, uh, thought that Manchester City were going to, you know, win this. They may, it may have been tight. They may have smashed them. Uh, nobody anticipated three uh, one at the end, did they? Really for this one? No, but again, if you listen back to the podcast, someone has to. We did say that Leon had hope if Pep overthought it, and. <laughs> And I th- and I think what you and I anticipated that it was that he would overthink the semi. We yeah. didn't think he'd overthink the quarter, but no. <laughs> Joseph Guardiola has overthought the the quarterfinal, mate. The um, quarter. I think it was Barney Rone on Twitter, who's um, obviously a columnist in the Guardian, who wrote, "In about ten years, Pep is going to overthink it so much that he's going to play his actual best team in their actual best formation." <laughs> <laughs> And he's going to win. So because Beautiful. I don't, is there not someone who can sit next to him and go, no, Pep, that's a stupid idea. Like, yeah. Because I've watched Manchester City now across these last three seasons. And I mean, Liverpool are an exceptional team who've done really well. But this City team, they changed the Premier League. They play fantastic, amazing football. And mm. never have I ever seen them play five at the back. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you know what? Kyle Walker had never, ever seen them play five in the back <laughs> and didn't know where to go. Well, like, there was a moment where Kyle Walker came on off the pitch, isn't it? And he came up to Guardiola and they had a bit of a Barney, the two of them. And you could see that it was like, I think at that point I went, oh, Kyle Walker's playing. And we're, we're in like minute 70, you know, so. Um, <laughs> but, well, no, I mean, you yeah. knew they'd be playing because he plays everyone on side for the first goal. Oh, because, my goodness. Because Incredible. he's like not sure at all where to. And Kyle Walker has a mistake in him. Like, you know, but you play him out of position. Or six. And he's got six, <laughs> six, six in him. And, and if you're Leon, and I'm not the first person to say this, but if you're Leon, you're, you're scared of, of Manchester City. You have to be. And... Manchester City have a monopoly on tiny little playmakers who go between the lines. They've got the old one, David Silva. They've got the young one, Phil Foden. They've got the one yep. in his prime, uh, Bernardo Silva, who weirdly has been left out of the team. Maybe you know more about that than me, but he hasn't played as no, much as he could. I don't know, but yeah. I don't, yeah. Know, I don't know what's going on there. Okay, we won't play any of them. We have the maverick genius that is, that, that is Rihard Mahrez. Okay, a little tactically indisciplined, but can do something weird and extravagant. No, we won't play him either. We, um, <laughs> you know, we have this uh, you know, abundance of, of, of technical talent that does all of these wonderful superior things. Oh, we also have uh, Kevin De Bruyne, the best midfielder in Europe, probably the best player in the world, but he's underrated. Let's put him on the left wing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he is imperious through the middle, isn't he? Yeah, left wing. 
Stick him out in the left wing. <laughs> we'll play, we'll, and we'll play five at the back. We'll play, oh, yeah, but if we're playing five at the back, there's no need to play two holding midfielders because we have five of that. Fuck that. No, we'll play two holding midfielders. <laughs> like, I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, everything you, you said there, absolutely. It's just, it's just incredible. The one question and word that comes to my mind is, is accountability. And there's no one else to blame here. And I'm not sure if I'm a Man City supporter. Wake Raheem up Sterling. Morning. All right. Okay. <laughs> Look, if we, if we, if you want to go through pointers, I mean, they had a a torrid luck. They had some torrid luck against Tottenham um, two seasons ago when there was no VAR. And Mate, that was only one uh, season ago. Sorry. No, no. Two seasons ago. No, no, no. I, I, I also yeah. was with you. It's one season ago. The Champions League exit to Tottenham was one season. With Llorente. Ago. When Llorente yeah. scores, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. One, one yeah. season ago, not the one where 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 um they got a goal disallowed in the last minute from Raheem no, Sterling. No, 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 no. That's the same game, and it, it feels oh, like two game. seasons ago. But because oh, <laughs> no, mate, I'm the same as you. Like someone was saying, like last year, that wasn't last year, and then it was like, oh no, hang on, wait, it was last year. Hang on a second, no, because last year they got done by a VAR decision. So yes. it was two years ago that there was no VAR in the Champions League. Yes, and that's true, true, why, true. True, yeah, true, true. And that's why Llorente, yeah. So last year they went out... To Tottenham. To, to, to Tottenham again. So they went out no. to Tottenham two years running. No, 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 no. Liverpool last year. Yeah, so Tottenham last year, they went out to Tottenham last year when Sterling had a goal disallowed by VAR. And then yeah. the year before, they, um, they should have no, been... Yeah. Uh, a goal. No, it wasn't Urente. It was Liverpool. Urente played for Tottenham. Yes. <laughs> this is. Let's not go. Let's not go. I'm getting. Unless those were both in one game, because Urente's goal would have been disallowed for a handball, but it wasn't. Yeah, and there that was, was the, there was that, VAR, and and yeah. it didn't touch Urente's arm sufficiently enough for it to be disallowed, and that was a correct decision. <laughs> You're so full of shit. You are so full of shit. If that's the case, I was going to let you off because I thought there was but no even, VAR and it was two seasons ago. But that's full of shit. That's a handball, clear as mud. Mate, but even even in that fixture, yep. not so much in the second leg, but in the first leg, he didn't play De Bruyne and he played Mares apparently because he was worried that that Deli Ali picks up space between the lines and he didn't want to play Dubai, which was absolute idiocy because Deli Ali was not playing well and was carrying an injury the year before in the Liverpool game they'd gone to Anfield and and been 4-1 down and brought it back to 4-3 remember so he mm. went he went far too conservative against Liverpool and then Liverpool blew them out of the water and the tie was done by half time first I, half I, yeah, yeah what i think happened to pep is um when his Bayern munich team do you remember they had a semi-final against real madrid yes and they lost they lost the first leg in madrid one nil and they were yeah. unlucky to do so yeah and yeah. then and then they came back to to Bayern. yeah and and, and ronaldo yep and ronaldo and bale scored four goals on the counter-attack in no yep. time, in no time at all, and mm. and Pep played four two four that night because he wanted to punish them, and that was the wrong decision, and he went too attacking in that game. But since mm. then, he's gone too defensive in these big games again and again. Like last night, like or the, two nights ago, 
why do you, Manchester City, with one of the most expensive teams ever constructed, constructed in your image, with a, with a 100-point season and a 98-point season behind you, why are you scared of the seventh best team in France? <laughs> like, why? Yeah, it is. That's the question. That's the question. And it must be the question that is on every single Manchester City fan's lips this morning. You have got to give... Pep Guardiola so much credit he's got so much credit in the bank for the last three seasons for everything he's done two titles you know and uh, like you said a 98 point season he's brought uh, oh the league cup that's theirs you know and uh, he's, he's brought you know numerous wonderful performances and great wins against top top teams in the Premier League and some good performances in the Champions League as well but not really not that many at all uh, you know Real Madrid aside possibly uh, uh, this last uh, this uh, you know just before they got uh, uh, to the quarterfinals against Lyon but against Lyon, against the, a team that finished seventh in the Farmers League, you know, should we, should we put it that way? Should we, should we, we've yes, got to be careful every, now. Every, this, you know. Everybody who's French who's trying to say you're not a Farmers League, the fact that this is the first time you've had two semi-finalists demonstrate the fact that you are a Farmers League and every farmer has its day. So shut up. Come back to me this next is... year when you've got another person in the semi-final. <laughs> It, it is just incredible, and we'll we'll touch on that in a second because, of course, we've got two French teams and two uh, uh, German teams now in the uh, in the semi-finals with the possibility of, you know, both going through. But in all probability, it'll be an all German final now because I'm really I think Leipzig it's, now. I think I think uh, it'll be know, a PSG Bayern final, and then I yeah. Think... Well, that's what we hope. I think because that's the one where we might actually see a, a half decent match. But can you imagine if it's Leipzig? Bayern will just smash them, you know, to absolute smithereens. I mean, I, I, well, the, I know, may, I, I don't know, privately fancy Leon. Like, Leon won't get tonked. <laughs> but you, too. Oh, all right, all right, hang on like, a second. Like, here we go, here we go. Leon, we go. they're our new team, right? Not like, funded by an all state. They're, not they're, funded by you know, an all state. They've got a yep, guy yep, called yep. Rudy in charge. A message oh, yes. for you, love Rudy. That. Got yeah. a guy called Rudy. <laughs> Apparently, he's a bit of a wanker, but he's still called Rudy, so we'll let it go. Yep. They've in. got they've got <laughs> they've got a guy in the center of midfield uh, who looks like he's eleven called Cacoet or something, which I, as far as I know is <laughs> Peanut and also sounds like Cac. Um, they've got Cornet 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 the left back who looks like um, Benjamin Mendy if Benjamin Mendy actually had a brain, and um, <laughs> they've got uh, um, a wrapping Dutchman up front. Kimmerange? Yeah, yeah. Who's got Bruno the, the, the guy who with is... the guy whose name is all vowels? Uh, I, I know. Uh, uh, I don't, oh uh, yes. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. Ow, ow, ar. Ow, ar. <laughs> ow, ar. I think it's ow, ar. Ow, ow, ar, ow. Stop it. <laughs> like, yeah, like, he's good. He's, he's good. He was excellent. Yeah. He was and great. Marcel. Yeah, yeah. And Marcel, who can't play football, but runs around a hell of a lot. I, he was a favorite of mine. <laughs> He's just like charging into everything. But, hey, mate. Mm -hmm. Yep. They, they will not get tonked eight, Leon, because they'll sit with the back of uh, a five. Mm -hmm. And they will try and play the ball long over the top for their, for their quick players, which is Bayern's only weakness. Yep. Absolutely. So, and it is. It's Bayern's only weakness. And, they, you know... Barcelona just was so slow up front, they could never do this. But this Lyon team does bring pace, doesn't it? That mm -hmm. first goal, can we just talk about the match a little bit here? Because that oh. first goal by Corne, um, uh, it, it was nice. It was very nice. I mean, the ball over the top, 
there we go classic just what we were talking about it, it was miscontrolled i think um i can't remember if it was garcia who got back and knocked it but knocked it away but of course edison had come way off his line thinking that he was going to be able to get to the ball and then he started scrambling back and Cornet's just got a small window left foot he's got to curl it it's got to be curled and it's got to be curled with pace and we all know that shot. We know exactly what we need to do at that moment. But the coolness that he had to have at that precise moment to get it into that small gap and just make Edison look like a complete turnip was just phenomenal. I two loved things it. I liked. I really two loved things it. I liked about it. Two things I liked. Mm. One, he went yep. low. He went low. He went low. I like he didn't go high. Well. I, li- yes. I like that. And then second, yep. it kisses the post on its way in. Yes, it just, I just curls in and oh, it's so, it's just a beauty, an absolute beauty and uh, really, really good. And, and I think that, you know, well deserved on, on, on that basis, you know, but, um, but Manchester City, I mean, was just, it was just Manchester City, right? They had, they had chances to, to do mate, it. They were capped they in their calf. A chance, uh, mate, we need uh, to talk about it. I'm sorry, but like, okay. And I, right. know, I know like the, the redemption of Raheem Sterling and him being a prominent figure in, in the, the Black Lives Matter and all of that stuff. And kudos to him and well played. But I'm yep. sorry, but like, you, like, I think Rio Ferdinand said about Nelson Semedo that Nelson Semedo should stay off Instagram for a bit. I mean, yeah. Ster- Sterling should stay off of all of socials for a good half a year. Like, yeah, mate. There is no excuse of, for a footballer of any level to miss that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, take a touch, take two touches. Like, I, yeah. I was texting with my French friend, and I, and he was like, he was alone. He was so alone. You cannot be more alone. He was as alone <laughs> as you possibly can get. And I was like, yeah, it is pretty bad. He should have taken a, a touch, a touch. Man, he could have stopped the ball with his ass and still scored. <laughs> And if you listen it to it was French, unbelievable. You listen to the French commentary. The I yes. think the, the French commentary is uh, they call it la miracle de Lyon. That's <laughs> like, right. Merci Sterling. <laughs> yeah, Merci. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Merci Sterling. And mate, and I knew when he missed it, I knew they were out. I was like, oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that goal. Well, I mean, and it I, was very late on anyway. Um, yeah, but you know, also you kind of uh, knew another goal was coming as well. Like, yeah, this, yeah. And just, I'm no Man City fan. I'm no Man City fan, but I was watching the TV and I went, no! <laughs> Edison, he spills that terribly at the end. It's really, really bad. Um, What's before worse? all of that, we, we, we've got Sterling assisting De Bruyne with a lovely side foot in to make it one all. And you think, Mate. Mate, great. How upset okay, is Kevin know. De Bruyne? Oh. Like if, you're, if you're Kevin De Bruyne, right, what did he say after the game? Same, same old, same uh, a different year, same old shit. I mean, I didn't think he used the word shit, but that's what he meant. He didn't use it, but that's what he meant. <laughs> you're, mate, imagine you're Kevin De Bruyne, and I think you probably are <sighs> the best footballer on the planet. Really, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah Messi, Ronaldo, like, but they're getting towards the end, like, and you should by now be recognised as perhaps the best footballer on the planet. Now, you've you've been given a, you know. Um, an obstacle to get over in life that you're a pasty ginger cunt, but like, <laughs> but still you're, you're up there. You play fabulous football. You are at times unplayable. You have a few injuries to get over. Jose Mourinho has, you know, chopped four years off of the beginning of your career by being a dick to you, but still <laughs> you've got it. Join back. the club. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Most allows in that club too. And um, he's, you know, you're there and you're thinking, Oh, this is the year I do the, I do the champions league. This, you know, I've got to win this shit. And then 
Joseph Guardiola, who's a man you can't argue with, right? You can't, you can't. Mm. I know because he's such a revolutionary, wonderful, amazing figure. He plays you on the left wing. Uh, and then this is all going wrong and then he finally puts you in the middle and you get one of the goals back and and then your teammates contrive to lose the whole thing oh i mean i feel for de bruyne do you think that maybe secretly de bruyne was actually hoping that man city would have been punished by uefa during this whole debacle because that would have given him the yeah yeah that would have given him that you know as soon as that that the the verdict came in that they were not guilty he must have been going no no what do i have to do to get out of here i mean but if you're kevin de bruyne uh, where do you go because like no one's going to pay you more than city but not now no you want to go you want to go places for trophies but like are you going to go to Bayern? China? I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think, isn't Beckham bringing in Mate, you know, this Suarez? Has gone under, no, it's gone under the radar, <laughs> isn't it? Um, Blaise Matuidi has gone to... Yes, Matuidi, I saw that. Yeah, Mate, One of that's... my favourite names in sport, Blaise. Blaise Matuidi. Oh, I think Beckham probably thought that as well. You know, he thought, we've got to get him. We've got to get him with a name like what that. Should we, what, should we, what should we call our son? Blaze. Oh, I like it. Blaze. <laughs> there was no doubting once they said that as well. They didn't go for what about Bob? No, no, none of that. It was Blaze. This is Bob. <laughs> we should call it Blaze. Yeah, look, I mean it was it was uh, we talked about, you know, um Barcelona and and we, we brought the word up, or at least I brought the word up, capitulation. This is in the same ranks, really, isn't it? I mean you you can't yeah, for me it was more this. surprising. I mean, it really was yeah, more surprising that Leon beat Man City. Like you can well, talk yeah, about, no you, one expects eight goals. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. No one, no one expects eight goals, of course, but still a tonking, like you mentioned. So definitely for you, it wasn't. If but, you told, like, if you told me yeah. the night before, one of these two results will happen: Barcelona will concede eight, City will go out. I go, well, Barcelona conceding eight then. Like it just, I couldn't. If 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 somebody had told you the night before, one of the matches will be eight two. Yeah, and I would have gone match. with that one. I, yeah, well, I know, true. No, no, I probably would have gone for City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got surely you would have gone for City being eight two and the other one three one. Anyway, um, uh, what what? It's just an absolutely incredible, and it leaves us, of course, with the now mouth watering not semi-finals that we were. Ne- I think nobody was expecting apart from Bayern. So Leipzig against PSG is the first. Who do semi-final. we support them, mate? It's Qatar <sighs> versus Red Bull. <laughs> i've drunk a lot of red bull i've been to qatar like like on my way to other places a couple of times <laughs> doha airport has a really really anyone who is on the googles right now look this up doha airport teddy bar teddy bear statue it's fucking freaky that thing is <laughs> it's bizarre and weird and freaky um PSG, oh dear. Um, yeah, PSG. I mean, oh god, no! I just can't get behind PSG. I can't. As much as I, you know, the the the, the Portuguese tie with Brazilians wanting to support Neymar. The fa- fact is, I just his rolling antics just embarrass me. And uh, if we're going to talk about antics, you could probably talk about Seville and the way they, uh, uh, you know, really rolled all over Manchester United. They played better than Man United anyway. I think on the whole, throughout ninety minutes. You know, with a period of thirty minutes, possibly yesterday, that that Man City, that Man United looked okay, but the the amount of play acting and the crappy stuff that goes on with Seville, and you know, it was just so annoying. I really 
really do hate it. And, uh, you know, which is strange coming from me, who is a person who grew up in a country that lives off that kind of stuff, you know? Mate, um, it, the, the shit house you know, in you had to admire Eva Benegu, though. Because that was some exceptional shithousery. Wow. I mean, look at that. I mean, the rolling over the... Cr- oh, anyway, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. No, that's... We'll, we'll talk about that some, some other time. Yeah. So, you know, I can't, for the life of me, get it. Now, Leipzig is Ralph Hasenhutl's old club. So, for me, I've got a little bit of a kind of thing there, you know. I go, yeah, go for it, mate. You know, it's their old club, you know. That's all good, you know. Yeah, Ralphie will be happy. It'll bring him back and Ralph will be roaring to go going, look, look what I did over here with my previous team, yeah. Uh, you know, you guys can be like them as well. And then bolster Southampton to mate. third in the Premier League next Interesting. season. It's Interesting. Let want. me let me apply that same so logic is. to my own team. So that means okay. I should want Manchester United and Chelsea to no, no, it doesn't fucking work, mate. That's bollocks. <laughs> Look, I'm okay. I'm st- I'm stretching here. Okay, I'm really stretch in a different stretching. direction. See what else have you got? Stretch out your left okay. hand. Okay. Look, if I stretch in any other direction, it's just going to under the toilet, and I'm not going to be able to get out of there. So it's toilet for me for but for that match. No, I might not even watch it. I might. Yeah. Okay. Nagelsmann. Nice okay. Let's support. Yeah, he's 33. He's got tight jeans. Yeah. Open Meccano. Yeah. Open Meccano. There you go. Lovely name. Um, hey, you, you know, know what let, I found out? See what Paulson can do. You know Go what I on. found out? Upa Meccano is French. Mate, France, hmm. France have the mm-hmm. have the amount of centre backs that England have right backs. Ah. There's <laughs> there's Laporte, Upa Meccano, Umtiti's, Varane. Um, that's just four that I've mentioned off the top of my head. There's Longley. Um, who else have you got? Oh gosh. I mean, that's you do a, yes. It's more Absolutely. than enough. Just, just in there, that's enough to fill fill a whole team. So, um, look, mate, just um, I, I, I'm going for Leipzig because they're slight underdogs, and I think you know overall they're not as bad as PSG in the whole oil state crap, Ironi with cheese and Neymar doing what he does. So, but the but the the, the harsh reality of it is I, I really do believe PSG will win here. There's no fairy tale here. Uh, they they will, but I do I do hope Leipzig. Mbappe's that's my a nice fella. Preference. Yeah, Mbappe's all right. He's okay. I don't know. He's got a bit cockier since he has arrived at PSG. I preferred him when he was in Monaco, but he's allowed to be cocky because he's he's bloody good. So so I'll give him I'll give him that. Um, good celebration. Um, Leon against Bayern Munich. Now here's where we've got to just pray that Leon make it. You know, but uh, 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 you can't you can't see past Bayern here in this match, can you? Come no, on. you can't. But also, mate, there's a part of me, like a Leon Leipzig Champions League final. No, I'm sorry, but no. Like, <laughs> I, want a Champions, I want a Champions League final that's super club versus super club. Or, you yeah, know. Fair enough. The, fair PS, enough. the PSG Bayern game will at least be a game where you're like, let's see what we can do here. And I mean, I mean, if, if Bayern blitz PSG like they did Barcelona, that'd be fun. That would be fun. You're right. It really would be nice to see the tears rolling out of Nene's eyes. Um, and I, I wouldn't put it past Nene to score two, you know, and then buy and score five in return. So, uh, you know, he puts his shift in, he does his part and uh, sees what he can do. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I know, there's another one with it, with, with this whole saga, Neymar going back to Barcelona after all these years, you know, with every single year, that being one of the topics, there's no way he's going back if he even, even if he wants to now. And 
they haven't, like you said, they, Barca haven't got the money for it anyway. But no. would you want to go back to a team? No, I don't no, know. I've just, I've know. just had an incredible thought. What's that? If we have a PSG Bayern final, mm-hmm. Davies versus Mbappe. Ooh. Well, no. Look, yes, they, they, they play, play on, on opposite sides. Same... No, because Mbappe they, plays left and then Davis plays left, so they shouldn't really come up against each other. Right. Okay. But even if they did, it's not the same because Davis is not a defender. He's 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 a. He's Mate, an I don't know. Winner. I just want to. I just want to put the ball fifty yards away from the two of them and just see and which just one see of them who gets, gets there first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Brrr. Kick the ball from the halfway line. Whoever gets to it first and scores. There you go. Well, and not have, not to have them in one of those races where they're like both running in the same direction. Like have one fifty yards to the left and one fifty yards to the right, and then just watch them explode in light in the middle, and like a black <laughs> hole is created from the just like speed of them two passing <laughs> each other. One of those sonic boom shock waves. You yeah. Know, travels across the city everyone's like oh, break shattering windows in in, in apartments just, just, the, just the two of them going i'm killing mbappe i will get this ball oh who is this and, huh? and davis davis being like oh man a oh, man who the fuck is that he fast too because <laughs> that's how that's how canadians <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, He's there you the go. Well because there's a nation we haven't been able to offend since we started these podcasts. So you know, welcome our Canadian listeners out there. <laughs> welcome, and uh, we hope welcome, you y'all. have enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, because y'all stop it. It's not from Texas. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for listening, and uh, we will be back uh, to what we're going to be back for. Oh, we're going to be back to. Uh, review these two games once they're both over and to preview the Champions League final. Uh, that's it from me, Jason, uh, here in Aussielandia. Thank you. <laughs> Just call me Alfonso. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> you gotta like oh, that. Oh, that's more hey. California. Hey, check. Hey, where are my cleats? Where are my cleats? <laughs> Thomas Miller, yeah, they're All not right. cut cleats, they're cold boots, yeah. Take the piss. All right. The chat. The chat.